<laughs> Don't you ever give up? Sin has chosen me. I am part of Sin. I am one with Sin forever. Immortal. I think that we can say with certainty that Kingdom Hearts is like Cheers and FFX is like Frasier. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget that Frasier is a spinoff of Cheers. Or Vice. Well, there, look, right? if I only know two things, all right, if I only know two things, it is Cheers spinoffs and the every FNFF podcast of which this is the latter, baby. Ooh, we didn't uh, clap Cur- yet. Oh, shit, we're in. <laughs> I'm Curtis. I'm Carl. I'm Alex. I had to use that opportunity. I was like, this is too good. <laughs> That's really good. I did have a gag planned for it. Oh, no, also, we can do your gag. No, no, no. It's, it's I didn't prepare for it, but imagine if you will. I did kind of prepare for it. I learned like... Oh, I'm sorry. I feel I, bad now. I t- no, no, no. It's completely fine. I was unprepared. <laughs> it was like, I learned like... I spent like three minutes learning the guitar riff. That's the beginning of Crawling by Linkin Park. And I was going <laughs> to play it on uh you know live on the pod and uh then i was just gonna go crawling inside sin i hope seymour's not here (laughs) (laughs) raga is strong i think i like that one better (laughs) worse than poison (laughs) alex edit softly underneath or like a midi version of it or whatever i mean do whatever you want you what's do the that, hard um, work i i i just sing poorly <laughs> what's that good lincoln park guitar riff at the beginning that has like clean guitar and it's like all of them are good whatever all you know of that lincoln one Park's riffs you know listener you know the one i'm, I'm talking about which which era of lincoln park is it no we're, idea. we're already off to a good start with uh the 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 sick topical <laughs> references that are lincoln park and the, the the sitcom cheers so i got a bone to pick with you Yevon, because i looked inside sin and i found some shrimp and i don't think there's supposed to be shrimp inside this that's not shrimp. It's just uh, it's it's just sometimes they don't break the pyre flies up when they box it, and they just kind of stick together like that. <laughs> yeah, it's just Barbados. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that's just a bunch of pyre flies accumulated. That's fine. It's not definitely not anything from the outside. There's definitely no cross contamination between sin and <laughs> delicious prawn snacks. So where where are we exactly? Um, like I think what. What are we inside of? <laughs> we are inside sin. Well, I think I mentioned it last week because A, like the Albed was talking about like space bending. B, there's a gravity attack. And That's C, the ultimate ha- move in Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah. And we, inter- <laughs> and we interrupted its like giant black hole gravity attack. So I think we're actually like, when they say we're inside sin, I don't think that like if you cut open sin, this is where we are, like a whale. I think it's like. There like is a like tauntaun, a, we're trying to stay warm for the night. Yeah, I think, I think <laughs> and I thought it smelled, thought it bad. smelled bad on, the, <laughs> on outside. the outside. I think this is like a kind of like, uh, I know, a yeah, timey wimey, spacey wacy, a tardis, okay. yeah, like a, a tardis kind of situation where it's just like a kind of sure, a, sure. A, a micro dimension packed inside of sin. I guess yeah, that that does make a whole lot of sense. And I did like not think of it plane. that way because yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought about it more so where like. 
we blasted a new to quote uh sid with that fucking amazing thing that he said we gave that thing a new blowhole and then we went inside <laughs> that blowhole yeah, it was, was just like, like oh, yeah this is what the inside of sin looks like I someone try to also... blow someone try to kill it by shoving a i think that's where those towers are from someone like we, we just need to like shoot a fucking like city at it <laughs> Well, that's it too, right? Because like, I guess it could be in like in another spacey wacy thing or whatever. But like, there is a city in here too, right? Yeah. Ruins of it. Like, is this? Yeah. I mean, also like when we're thinking about it, just in terms of like, say we are physically inside like the physical being that is Sin. Sin is also like titus's dad reconstructed into like a fucking mech suit that is being like driven <laughs> by the god of a religion it's it's fucking driven by l ron hubbard and like <laughs> so like all bets are off it doesn't really need to like it's all oh, no, that makes perfect sense metaphysical. to me yeah <laughs> yeah that's why i worship yevin you know i know because <laughs> it because it's so practical the, the church of yeventology <laughs> but um but yeah so we're in this area and like Man, I don't even know how to describe it. It's very foggy. It's like um, there's no immediate um, landmarks in this first area, right? Like there's yeah. nothing really to see. Yeah, it's like in uh, Zelda where you uh, there's like a tree in the middle and you're walking and you see a reflection of yourself. And then the reflection oh, yeah. are you're like, oh, it's this like, is fine. Oh, wait, weird. There's bars on this thing. Best, <laughs> guess I got to go back the other way. It's like the first time you have a dream in Persona 4 <laughs> and you walk around in like the negative space. Hell yeah. But like, yeah, it's very like foggy and it seems to be like that we're walking on like an invisible pathway over some water. Um, and then as we go along, there are like the symbol of Yevon on the floor in different places, right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> and also, this is another area where the map is not automatically made for us. Yeah, which is pretty cool. It's like the Omega Dungeon in that way, yeah. which I, I really appreciate because, like, I've been relying on that map the entire game, you know? Like, yeah. You just get used to it. So, like, when they change it slightly, you're like, oh, shit. Like, it just adds right, a little bit right. more of gravitas to the uh, to the situation. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Because we're just kind of running into walls and trying to figure out where we are. <laughs> right. Yeah. A lot of a uh, lot of random encounters in here, unless you do what I did, which was put on the no encounter armor. I keep forgetting <laughs> I have it equipped. I'm like, oh, it's quiet in here. Weird. <laughs> uh, a little too quiet. Well, one of the enemies you can find here is that Adamantoys. This is the first time I found it was here. And like again, this is on my save file that doesn't have anything extra. Like I haven't done any of the extra material yet. So like Adamantoys to a fresh party is like quite a struggle. Like not in like like. I'm gonna die from damage, but just the amount of HP that it has is quite large. Yeah, this is an area where, like, this is the only place that we'll we'll get into more depth in another episode. But like, the last area in the game that we have to like collect monsters in. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And there's there's quite a bit of very difficult monsters here. Some of which like we had seen in the Omega uh, ruins, um, like the Adamantoids. But there's, I think there's some that are unique to this area as well, if uh, I'm not mistaken. The Exo Ray, is that the yeah. little, uh, the little clear fungus? Yeah, it's the the white like angel fungus. <laughs> I love yeah. it. I love it. Yeah. Um, it's funny. It's called the Exo Ray. Uh, Behemoth King. Oh, yo, let's talk about the Behemoth King real quick. This guy's actually, 
This dude, this dude is extremely veiny. <laughs> he, he's been pumping iron, but like, so he's pretty tough, right? Like, if you're a brand new party coming in here, he can be a challenge because he can do yeah. a ton of damage very, very quickly. Um, but that is not the greatest danger from him. Oh god, but, <laughs> yeah. This is a good reason to um, have capture weapons equipped. Yes. Because oh I, yeah, I forgot about this. So yeah, if um, I didn't realize this because when I first came here, I just had capture weapons. Like, oh yeah, I got him, no problem. But then I like. Oh yeah, I'm gonna shift over to like Masamuni, just have some fun, and then so the thing is, if have you a defeat grand old time killing these things, so yeah, if you defeat uh, Behemoth King, not capture, he will cast Meteor right when he yeah. dies. <laughs> yeah, can and you like, learn Meteor with uh, Lancet? I didn't try. That's a good question. Neither did I? I actually have it in front of me, so let me see. Um, but I will no, say, like, you can only learn Mighty Guard from it. I think my my party at level that they were at meteor did more damage than the max hp of all of my characters like rn included so like shit. it was just game over and when it happened i was just like oh shit yeah <laughs> so yeah like yeah. i feel like right now capturing is the best way to prevent that there are other ways to prevent it that are more like circular and a little bit more difficult but at least you get 10 free ones by capturing so yeah. that's like the easiest way to do if with you have it. some of a sensor so you can at least have the final hit be a capture yeah, and yeah. Just being pretty, pretty easy to, or yeah, just, or I think they're not immune to Demi, so you can just use like gravity, you know, attacks on them and get them down to low enough. Yeah, yeah. just like Pokemon strats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> swipe until it has one HP, then throw your Pokeball. <laughs> um, there's also, did you find the, the two giants that appear together all the time? Yeah, they're holding Those hands. Are, they're like yeah. the, uh, the emoji of the, the twins and the bunny, like, dancer outfit. <laughs> Gemini? Yeah, like, yeah, the Gemini. Yeah, they'll uh, two of the like iron giant enemies show up, and like they can do an attack together if you don't get rid of them fast enough, and they will do damage too. Like they can pump yeah. out numbers, but like they are like slow esque, I guess. So like once you get one of them down, you just keep your HP up and you're fine. Yeah, it's like, funny you'll get too. Multiple turns. It's funny too because capturing them, you need to capture one of each. Like there's an A and a B, yeah. and like. Up until this point, if we've been capturing monsters, which if you've been following along with the show, I think we kind of alluded to you might have wanted to start that side quest if you want to do all the optional shit. And uh, like this is the only time where like you see the same enemy or what looks like the same enemy that like if you capture, like, you've run into it five times and you're like, OK, I got 10. And then you're like, wait, I didn't reach the capture. Limit. That's kind <laughs> of weird. Like, yeah, you like they are individual ones, even though yeah. they look like the same asset. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I think you have a chance to fight them in Omega Ruins in the final like Omega room on like one of the circular platforms. Oh, really? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I came could across be. them there, too. But yeah, one of them has a club, one of them has a sword. Uh, one's left-handed, one's right-handed, I you think. Know, yeah. I did not even notice that. But they are kind of a pilot swap, I think, of the G Iron Giant that we fought in Thunder Plains, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Holy um, shit, yeah, one does have a club. I like the club, too. It's, like, kind of, like, hex star-shaped. It reminds yeah. me of, like, yeah, Shadow the Colossus, like, the giant, like, rectangular sword club thing. It reminds me of a, a security cool. bit that you would use to open your phone up. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> the like Nintendo screwdriver that you would need <laughs> yeah. to open a Game Boy so you can put a backlight on it. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what he's in there doing. <laughs> does the Switch Damn. use that bit? I have that bit. Yeah, the Tri-Wing. Oh yeah, it does tri have the Tri-Wing. I'm That's thinking of the other one too, where it's like a reverse bit, where it's like a weird like star-shaped. Like, That's yeah. a play yeah. Best PlayStation security bit. Oh really? Yeah, hmm. they have a uh, 
I, I found this out because I was taking apart my PlayStation 4, but they have, yeah, it's a star with a circle in the middle of it, kind of so you don't just use yeah, like, the Allen yeah. key. Yeah. So we have I, those, got, like, I got a set of those. Security oh, yeah. cameras sometimes have those, and I don't know that for any particular reason. Um, oh, yeah, yes, but yeah. Yeah, so we, we can assume that Gemini here is um, tech support for Sin. and That's right, yeah. <laughs> he was doing some cable management. <laughs> Better man than me, because I never do that shit. Fuck that <laughs> shit. <laughs> I game overed like twice the other night because um, I ran to the, the demonoliths again. Yeah. Well, can you fight them out here? Uh, maybe not in here. Maybe in the second area of this. Yeah. There, there's the sea there's the and then there's the city. the of Broken Dreams, and then there's the City of the <laughs> Damned uh, from the hit album American Idiot by Green Day. That's right. Uh, it's a One, Boulevard of Broken Dreams guns. by Green Day. And City of the Damned by Avenge Sevenfold, I think? No, City of the Damned is actually, I'm glad you brought that up, is, uh, this, I think, part two of the classic Green Day song in their rock opera, American Idiot, uh, Jesus of Suburbia. I really? I believe part two is City of the Damned. And then it goes really? Into, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good song. Oh. It's a nine-minute song. It's basically just five Green Day, like two, five two-minute Green Day songs strung together to be like <laughs> one song. Also, it's not the city of the damned. It's the city of dying dreams. Oh, yeah, oh. that's right. No, I that's read that somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, there's this. Yeah, there's the seaside, and then there's the city side. But we're talking about. God, I can play that fucking song on guitar too. I <laughs> no vid, no did. Prove it. I oh, wait, is that uh, Beast and the Harlot? Nah, it's City of Evil, I think. Or, well, it's Beast and the Harlot, that's right. City of Evil's the album. That's right. You're right. Uh, so, sorry, what? So, Avenged Sevenfold's <laughs> Inside Sin as well. <laughs> and I don't know much about them. I had no encounter armor on, so I did see them open for Coheed and Cambria once, but aside from that, I don't really know too much about them. They were part of the Crusaders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, most of them died at Operation Meehan. They could not be sent, so, you know. I associate them later. with Xbox and Master Chief and Mountain Dew, so. Yo, fuck yeah. <laughs> well, with company like that, I, I can't judge them for sure. That's. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so would you like to tell us about the Demonoliths? <laughs> oh, yeah, these guys fucking suck. Oh, yeah, so this we, we, have, we actually can't in, um, encounter them yet. So let's, let, I'll, I'll talk about it later when, when we're okay. after Sounds the good. next section. Sorry. Uh, there are some pretty good items here, though, I will say that. Like, And like when I say pretty good, I mean like... By this point... Armor that we've crafted non-withstanding. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right. it's like if, you, if you're just playing base game and not doing any of the extra stuff, it's pretty good. Like a solid right. pretty good. It's nothing that's going to like really change anything from here on out, given that there's right. not really much of the game left. But it's One still pretty level good. level three key sphere. Yeah. There is. I mean, There's a level three keys here. I still those. don't have enough <laughs> to like unlock oh, everything. Really? So I think I yeah. told you I was able to bribe them, a bribe a, a demonolith in Omega yeah. to get like forty of them. Ah, uh, that's okay. sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can get the gill for it, if you got if you the gill, get the gill. If you've got first the you coin, get the gill, <laughs> and then you get the power. <laughs> yeah, this, um, this game sucks because it's pay to win. <laughs> All of the extra shit is just price. pay to win. <laughs> Every fiend has its price. <laughs> um, yeah, but like, so so once we get to this area, right? And the area is pretty cool. It's, it it has a little bit of maze like property to it. It's pretty long as well. And yeah. I would say it's kind of like Lost Woods in like yeah kind of vibe. I mean, in Breath of the Wild, because you're just like running through fog and trying to find the way through without 
well, in this case, just hitting a wall, not getting sucked in sense at the beginning. But <laughs> right. there are like glyphs and kind of raised areas through invisible floors too. So there's some <laughs> there are some one way waterfalls that if you walk down them, you have to go back around. Yeah, Sloshy. I do like that. I do like that a lot. It's, it's a cool animation of Titus like sliding down the waterfall. It's like, god yeah. damn, haven't you ever listened to TLC? You should know better, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is optimal for some of them to like actually slide down the waterfall instead of going backwards. But it's like the uh, sand slides in Pokemon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and jumping yeah, over the I, hedges. I, or... You can come back here with our mountain bike and go up them. <laughs> I found a guide that someone made in 2004 on GameVax that uh, is just like a little map that they made with like a, a nice like legend and, and stuff like a, and uh, that's kind of just I, after a while I was just like eh, there's not really too much to this area. I'm just gonna like look at this map, and. Um, uh, if you want to thank the person who made the Sin Map V 1.0 by A Blaster, you can you can reach out at <laughs> a blaster underscore at hotmail dot com. So I should actually send them an email and be like, "Thank you, I found this very helpful." <laughs> you made this uh, 17 years ago almost, but I appreciate it. You might be dead now. I hope not. There's that there's that meme running around of like. What does a Final Fantasy from twenty years ago look like, or whatever? And it's like it's like someone lying in bed, and it's their brain yeah. talking to them, and it's a brain, and it just says, "What is a Final Fantasy from twenty years ago?" And it's like, "Oh, of course, that must be one of the Super Nintendo versions." And then the brain is like, "A Final Fantasy from twenty years ago is Final Fantasy X on the PS2." And then it's just like <laughs> the last panel is the person laying in bed with their eyes just shot open, like, <laughs> "Oh man." I'm in my mid-30s. Time makes fools of us all. <laughs> Is uh, Barbados in the first area or the second area? Second area. Okay. Oh, wait. He's a fucker. Barbados Slim. He but, was uh, uh, He came back in the third Pirates of the Caribbean movie. I think they... <laughs> the, the last scene is where they... Show the last scene of the second one, they show that's him right. like, "Yo, Captain that's Barbados, hell yeah!" <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that squid-faced motherfucker, Barbara TOS. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, at the end of this area, like, and here's another funny thing about this, and like, we talked about it a little bit last week that like Final Fantasy games just have a last area aesthetic that like things just don't have to make sense it's fine you know yeah but it's like i like it like it's an extra pain that's easier to navigate yeah <laughs> but like this one just at the end of it just has like <laughs> like a, a concert like stage <laughs> like yeah like you would play an outdoor concert on you know what i mean <laughs> and you will never fucking guess who the the headliner is <laughs> <laughs> It's a Ven Sevenfold, baby. <laughs> I forget. I feel like it has a really cool name too. Yeah, dude. So the the area, this area, if you look at the menu, is called the Garden of Pain. <laughs> Ooh, I did not get that. That's amazing. Yeah, that's pretty good. They should have called it Savage Garden. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we, we walk up on this. I'm just gonna call it a stage because isn't all the world just? Um, we walk up on the promenade. <laughs> yeah, but in like the back of it, I guess, like um, like the area that we're walking toward, there are four giant discs, right? That yeah. are um, big Simon says boards. Yeah, right. That are positioned in like a top, bottom, left, and right kind of way, right? And they're all in the back. And uh, each of those discs has four spheres on it that relate to the color of the spells in the game. So like yeah. water, ice, fire, thunder, right? What is the oh I was like what is the green one and then I realized it's probably lightning. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. it's not green on mine. 
And looks green in mine. Also, my best friend is here as well. Oh, you made he, it. He made did it. not. He did not stay up there. I can't believe Shalinda got him to come too. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. So Seymour's here. Yeah. <laughs> He's just waiting. I just like stood there for a while, just like looking at him, like which is always fun because there's very few times you can just sneak up on Seymour. Yeah. Usually he's will... like, oh, he's behind me instead of Seymour being here is like seeing somebody like <laughs> sus at a local show, and like <laughs> you like see them there and you're like, oh. you're like God, fucking damn it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> who, who's the character from Parks and Rec, like the weird goth kid that's friends with Aubrey Plaza? Orin. Orin. I, was, I typed in Orin. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, Orin. He's just like always right behind you like super creepy and you turn around you're like shit <laughs> <laughs> i will say it is nice to hear seymour's theme again oh this like is a different version of it yeah it's like real like spooky Ar arpeggio spacey like doo -doo 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 -doo. it's real good i i like mm. that as much as i was like oh great another seymour battle it kind of gave me some portal vibes because yeah. it's just very like warbly and discordant sure yeah atmospheric um, when we walk up to him, a, a dialogue starts, and uh, Titus is like, Don't you ever give up? <laughs> and Seymour <laughs> says, Sin has chosen me. I am part of Sin. I am one with Sin forever. Immortal. <laughs> and Titus is like, uh, Sin just absorbed you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shut like, the fuck shut up, dude. Like <laughs> <laughs> he says, I will learn to control it from within. I have all the time in the world. Since you were gracious enough to dispose of Unaleska, the only means of destroying Sin is forever gone. And he like starts to have like a very spooky like Dracula voice here too. He's yeah, like, now he, like, nothing can melt. stop us. Yeah. He, he be, he, so he's gained the the powers that Alex Mack from the classic <laughs> show on Nickelodeon, uh, The Adventure of Alex Mack uh, has where she just turns into like or like Pudding. the kids in the Capri Sun commercials <laughs> when they drink the Capri Sun and turn into like yeah he turns shit. into the Capri Sun kid right? like <laughs> <laughs> now he's skateboarding on the half pipe and does like a cool flip or something it's like damn I need he's to like get that he's like a silver surfer right yeah yeah like a silver <laughs> surfer yeah. well yeah that kind of seeks into what this whole fight is because like oh Sephiroth oh not sorry Seymour uh, has just become Spheromorph Seymour. Oh yeah, I mean, it's basically the same kind of fight as the Spheromor fight. It's where, similar, mm -hmm. yeah. Where yeah. Except, except Seymour just has like a cheat code behind him, like, oh, I know what element you're gonna cast next. Yeah, exactly. There's not really much guessing with it. I do like Titus's kind of like next line or whatever, where Seymour says, "Now nothing can stop us," and he says, "Well, we can," and Seymour says, "Well, by all means, try." And then like the battle begins. It's His delivery of that is such like a. I, I just, ha I was completely losing it on stream. Like, by all means, try! Dude, He's like, I, I'm not it's, locked it's in here with you. It's super dumb, but I You're love it. You're locked in here with me. <laughs> <laughs> you should thank like, me. Right, your death means your father's life. It's literally the, the meme from, or the, the joke from SpongeBob where it's like, SpongeBob keeps blaming like the old man that's standing there as like <laughs> the re like someone who keeps saying something offensive or whatever. And he's just like, hello, <laughs> kids. And they're just like, they beat the shit out of him. And then he's like, oh, is that guy again? And they're like, how many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old yeah, man? Like, yeah. dude, Seymour, we've kicked you like the four kids times. The, young ones. The, the reason I, I actually the like ones. the delivery of that line from Seymour <laughs> is that like the whole time, like Seymour's thing, I guess, is like he's quote unquote creepy because he doesn't show like emotion or whatever because but to me it kind of girls without their consent <laughs> yeah. well to me it kind of makes him boring like the fact that like he never shows any emotion whatsoever you know what i mean i'm just like well, yeah. i don't care about this guy he just sucks and then like so like 
hearing him have a little bravado to his like delivery was like ooh <laughs> like now i actually care about kicking his ass yeah it's pretty good that we get to kick his ass one last time for, for <laughs> old time's sake yeah he's no seymour flux that's for sure <laughs> yeah seriously uh so to, yeah we're, he's to, on his own this time he doesn't have a stupid <laughs> fucking mech yeah, yeah so well, I was wondering. Just, I was like, did his fucking like weird like parasite that was riding him turn into those four discs behind him or some shit? Like, yeah, because he's had it. They were called mortophasms instead of the mortochungus or whatever. Yeah, mortophasms, the little discs. Yeah, and so I was like, well, that's it, right? Like that thing that's been riding him for the past three battles. Like that has to be it. I don't know. That's yeah. how I translated it. Yeah, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Um... He's got but, his uh, like oh, uh, connect to, four, or his yeah his pogs on display. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Seymour? He's back in pog form. <laughs> um, and uh, to let everyone know, like how I handled this week's episode, I actually went back through all of the sin battles that we talked about last week, just because like I was short on time last week, so I just used my characters with celestial weapons and like blew through that no problem. Now I went back to a save file from like. I want to say like 70 hours ago almost where <laughs> like I, I pretty much only reached like the end of most people's like sphere grid. Like Yuna is still a killing machine. Like I had prepped up like right. you know, towards the end of her sphere grid and all of that. And I had like no problem fighting the last sin thing. I did game over once to the, the mega uh, Gravitron or whatever it's called. Um, <laughs> but that was just because Bra like, Bragus? I yeah, I just like Ravage planned it. it poorly. I I kind of thought I was like this thing has like 1.4 million hit points. I got to like I got to figure something out. And then I went and like grinded overdrives for uh Aeons and stuff and then I like looked it up and I was like, "Oh, it's only got 140,000. I almost killed it last time and I just like played it poorly." So then like the oh, second okay. time around I had no problem. <laughs> but anyway, my point is even with like my le like non-celestial weapon non 70 hours of grinding to make my team good, like team like this this fight was nothing it was very easy really i like yeah i had a it was a challenge i didn't lose on it but like i could see where the challenge could come in on it because like yeah. i think the thing is you're supposed to be managing so okay so let's talk about how these discs work right sure they're called the mortifasms and like on the wiki it says uh, i didn't have a chance because i kind of blew through this that they kind of change uh seymour's like elemental weaknesses yeah. and strengths it's almost like the yeah, like the sphere morph, but like so. So before can we attack them, is you can, thing? you can. So there's four of them, and I think at the start they kind of line up. So in the middle where Seymour is, they all have the same color. So like for me, it was all red. Yeah, so Seymour's kind of match. That means that he will absorb that element. So if for me it was red, so he'll absorb fire attacks and cast like Fyraga or something like that. Yeah. On that one. So he's in the middle of them, right? He's kind of floating in the middle. And the ones that are aiming at him, like you say, are adding to his elemental abilities. So the way it works is before he gets his turn, uh, every turn, he will cast everything pointing toward him, right? So like, yeah. and, and, and the damage of magic stacks in such a way that like a fire is more than twice as powerful as two fires. So the more like, of one element that's facing him at a time, he, he's going to do a lot more damage because of that. And he's going to hit every one of your party members with it too. Mm -hmm. So so get Yuna and her nulls out. The nulls are the way to go. Absolutely. Yeah. You can see like, oh, it's red. I'm going to whip out null blaze before you can cast anything. 
And I, yeah. I, I did that this time around, and I don't think I would have done it if not for uh, shoutouts to friend of the show Ashwin, who is going through on Twitch and playing her like first playthrough of Final Fantasy X ever, which has been super cool. But she's been using the null spells, which I just completely avoided. I'm like, oh, it's Final Fantasy. I just tank damage and then kill the thing, <laughs> and go back to the save sphere and, and heal up. Like easy game. So I never even thought of those things like at all. And then like I saw her using it to like great effect. I figured it just like made it like 50% less effective. I didn't know that it made you totally No, it, from yeah, it, it takes out for one, one hit, yeah. Yeah, for yeah. one hit. And I was just like, "Oh, holy shit." And it and if it like so, it casts I think I learned team. that the first Seymour fight when we were at a uh, Makalania and he hits yeah. attack because he starts yeah, whipping yeah. out these like those big attacks yeah. and you kind of have to like predict what he's going to do. I dude, I had to use the null spells for that fight like i, yeah. I don't think i could have won without him. i mean i used it on this fight and there was a point where curtis like you were saying where you could see the challenge i probably would have game overed if not for using that which like yeah. i just you know i'm glad i did because he yeah. just used four fyras in a row yeah and like he went just down the line it was like Orin immune uh titus immune yuna immune and then he hit Orin again and did like a, a considerable amount of damage so if he did yeah. four in a row it would have been like my whole next round of turns would have just been like getting back up to enough hp to make it right to the next you know so my like suggestion kind of because here's the thing too like so part of the strategy is supposed to be hitting the wheels to keep him from having more than one of one element at a time right because Ooh, the more that of that sense. element he has the stronger he's going to be when he's throwing it at you so he's going to do more damage but that takes a lot of turns so i would say for me the way to do it is to keep two of them the same and just worry about two of the wheels. So like, yeah. just let him have two fires and then just cast null fire and then just tank like a blizzard and a thunder because those aren't going to do that much damage. They'll do in the hundreds it, yeah. of damage, not because I think up until so if he has four or three, he will always absorb that element. But if you only have two, that means he's just immune to it. Um, right. So, but if you have one, it halves it and whatever like that. So like, every, yeah, there's always a little bit to gain. What was this? It says four discs absorb the element, but render him weak to the opposing element. Three matching discs allow Seymour to absorb the corresponding element. Two matching discs immun immunize Seymour to the corresponding element. He's got that vaccine. One matching disc halves the damage. It's the the uh, Pfizer one. Yeah. <laughs> but like the thing is, like I don't think that like I don't know if I casted magic on Seymour this whole time too, because like. The regular yeah, attacks are just a lot faster. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, I think he has. He only has 80,000, which I've seen only 80,000, but like I'm just yeah. so used to like. So, yeah, here's the thing. If you're only playing through with what we've talked about so far, aside from like the one brief mention of a dark Aeon, like 80,000 sounds like it's a considerable amount. But like if you've done any of the side stuff at all, you're just like, oh, that's a fucking baby's well, challenge. I mean, you may be doing almost quad nines with Orin and Waka just naturally, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, like sure. even without any power level. Yeah, if I didn't even get the celestial weapons, I would be doing quad nines, which means just eight hits, eight or yeah, eight I hits mean, from Oran, like, it's done. With with Yuna, my strat leading up to this point where I was like, this just broke the game for me, it was like, I got Ultima pretty early and I got double cast with Yuna. And then I was just like, okay, so I can just use Ultima twice. I have like a half MP <laughs> cost weapon that I got, like, I think from like one of the Cloister of Trials, like Baj or something. Sure. And like... It's just like, oh, okay, so for the cost of what I would normally be costing Ultima, I get two charges of it, which is always quad nines. So that's like double quad nines. Or right. we can just do the the, the uh, trio of 999s. Yeah, you can do it, yeah. 
Looks like he's also susceptible to armor break, which is good to know. Oh, I yeah, I did. I, I have just been starting fights with armor break because that really kind of breaks shit. Like it just makes it way easier. It's to like do. cool. So now I, I have less like, hits to take. I just use armor break over and over, and like, oh, cool, it's doing more damage every time because. It yeah, yeah. So on, on top of just breaking the armor, so you no longer have to like have a piercing weapon equipped. That also, I think, up to five times in the same way that like cheer or you know focus work, uh, it will reduce their defense like five times. So if you keep using armor break, it'll just make everyone like get closer and closer to quad nines. I only used armor break once and then I used like Titus's overdrive and then like Aeons. The first thing I did was I had Valfor with a full, um, uh, what's it called? Overdrive. And I yeah. used energy ray to hit all of the wheels at once. Uh. I was like, yo, fuck yeah. Let's go. Let's see what these fucking wheels are about. And it was just like, it was cool too, because like <laughs> they all just circled go, with like, like all of the, uh, icons, like the arrows pointing around. I was like, yeah, this is going to be fucking awesome. I used it. And it was just like, Immune. I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> womp, womp. But, uh, yeah, it's not a huge fight, right? Yeah, it's, it's not, not too bad. It's it's because fine. I think it's like, it's towards the end of the game, we just, like, we need to, like, I think the game developers, like, we need to give Seymour an ending. He's kind of... <laughs> yeah. We just gotta yeah. get him out of here. And, and, you just need and to after a single-use room that you can only enter once for this <laughs> fight, and then never again. Yeah. And then uh, after we beat him, it shows him like on his knees and he's like, no. And uh, Waka tells Yuna to send him. And she's like, all right. And so she runs up to do it. And uh, he says, so it is you after all who will send me. But even after I am gone, Spira's sorrow will prevail. And then she just murks his ass, just fucking sends him right there. She sends Doesn't him, she's say dancing, anything to him. everyone's fucking cheering, everyone's pointing at Seymour and laughing and calling him a nerd. They're like, get a load of this guy. This fucking <laughs> loser's about to get sent. Titus says, uh, sin will be right behind you. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys get any of the any of the dialogue during the fight that Seymour says, like before like an ultra I did get some whatever? of it, I didn't know if we wanted to say it, but yes. He yeah, says I a few things like, uh, if he casts a spell, he says, but there is no salvation for the damned. I love or, that. Or rest in peace rest in, in peace eternal in darkness. eternal darkness, yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. And then, yeah, so this, this one kind of, like, made me concerned for a second because he was like, uh... He was like, rest in peace in eternal darkness. And then he cast a spell on my entire team to get rid of their null. And I was like, uh-oh. But that was like his turn. And then I had like haste on. Yeah. So like I had like <laughs> 17 turns like before him. And I was like, well, I could just cast that again. Or I can just summon like your Aeon and fucking kill you with your own Aeon, you <laughs> fucking dork. Your mom's going to help me bully you, you asshole. <laughs> Did you see the dialogue that when you when you summon a Anima? No. Yeah, he says like, you would Pose me as well. So be it. Oh wow! Like you sick. too, mom. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> that's that's heavy. Yeah, it's fucked so up. So we can we can canonically say that Seymour has a face that not even a mother could love. <laughs> Boom, roasted. <laughs> Got his ass. <laughs> well, uh, that's the end of Seymour. Um, and I would for real this time, maybe. I would say before we get to the what is it, the city of dying dreams yeah city. city of dying dreams let us take a break how how's about that sounds good to me all right let's do it every day on a <laughs> 
Anyway. <laughs> In the interim of the break that we had, we started a Linkin Park cover band coming at you real soon. It's going to be real. We're also going to cover Jesus of Suburbia by uh, Green Day because uh, that song slaps. Every time we die, we cast Meteora. Every, t- <laughs> every time I die, I cast Meteora. <laughs> Uh, we also started an Every Time I Die cover band. Yo, I'm I'm, keep this I love Every Time I Die. What a good band. I never really listened to them. I think they're from Philly, aren't they? Um, maybe. Or maybe I'm thinking of Me Without You. I feel like I mix those bands up. Yeah, no, the, Every Time I Die is from Buffalo. Never mind. You know who's from Philly? The Every FNFF podcast. Let's That's go. right. <laughs> Hall and Oates, baby. So speaking of music, I forgot to mention during the Seymour fight that that boss music is like probably one of my favorite yeah. tracks, I think, in the soundtrack so far. It's so goddamn it good. It really good. It's the, you, the listeners probably heard it because I was playing it underneath our discussion. But it basically, yeah, like it it slaps. It's a very like strong Nobuo track. You can tell because he likes putting organs in his boss music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it sounds, yeah, it just sounds like a DDR Yes song. Oh, fuck yeah, that's so good. <laughs> Those are like that is the like most kind description you could ever give any type of music is to be like yeah that's the <laughs> ideal music that's honestly. the ideal music it sounds like yes and DDR it starts with these big rave pads and then it just like just goes like four on the floor just head banging with like crashing every like yeah. fucking quarter note <laughs> with like organs going wild. Uh, so yeah, good. I really want to like sing along to the fucking Seymour th- song now with like Born in the Night, she would run like a leopard, the freaks at the sight of the mind close behind us. They always answer to yes. It just does like the the fucking JoJo's to be continued thing. As soon as we like beat Seymour, he's like, hell yeah. God, Roundabout's a great song. It is a great song. There's some good Matthew Bits this because there's like a part where like there's this kind of syncopated bit going over the four on the floor where he's like doot 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 like, oh, it's kind of very it throws you off for a bit it's like oh Dude, this yeah, is yes messy. fucking rules they're so I good. love it hell yeah Nobuo <laughs> my favorite member of yes is probably Nobuo when <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday Chris Squire had a triple necked bass think about that sometime Chris Squire was best friends with Nobuo Uematsu <laughs> <laughs> Don't look that up. You won't find it online. That's just something that we know. You'll just find it in my heart. <laughs> Do you dream this face? <laughs> Honestly, though, like knowing uh, Nabuo's like love of prog music, I feel like it's a pretty good uh, <laughs> guess to say, like, yeah, he he likes yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Fucking ripping on the organ, but uh, yeah. now we're just ripping. It's, what's really funny is that uh. Once we beat Seymour, we're now in this next area, and if you go back, you're just at the bottom of the stairs again. Yeah. So you can't go back to the stage. The stage is right. closed. But, like, it's funny, because, like, when you walk up the stairs, you you just kind of magically appear in the next area, even though you don't see the next area in front of you. Like, there's, there's like, a screen transition where you just have to, like, trust that it makes sense somehow. Two hours later. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we're in the city of dying dreams, which is before we get there. Oh. I have an important breaking announcement. Mm. Alex, add that like like the uh, newsflash. Yeah, the newsflash music. Um, so I found on the line of best fit 
Com. It's an article about uh, Nobuo Uematsu. The music of Final it. Fantasy. <laughs> it's actually really cute. There's pixel art of Tifa on drums, Squall on bass, Cloud ripping a fucking, like, uh, what's it called? Like, Flying V guitar. Yuna I feel singing. Like Cloud and, and Squall should be switched, I feel like. I don't know. As as a 16-year-old who played both bass and Final Fantasy VIII for the first time, I feel like Squall would be a bassist. Really? I feel like... VV should be yeah. playing the Flying V. It's the, That's v, a good the point. The VV. Alex is making sense to me. Uh, VV is playing synth right now. However, the reason I bring this up... Yup, you heard that right. Prog rock. Weimatsu lists, yes, Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, and King Crimson as important influences to some of his themes, along with other 70s pop and rock artists like The Beatles, uh, Elton John, hey yeah, uh, Jimi Hendrix, and Kraftwerk. So that's pretty cool. Canonically, uh, Nobuo Weimatsu is best friends with Yes. You heard it here first. <laughs> or the, you heard it in that article. The final boss theme from Nine is just an Emerson, Lake, and Palmer song. Like, it's basically <laughs> just brain salad stew is, like, the fucking final boss of Nine. Anyway, but yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like how Koji Kondo just completely, like, for the Zelda original dungeon theme, just used, like, a deep purple song. Like, literally, really? there's a deep purple song that is just, when you hear it, it's the same exact bass line. Also, like, the intro to, like, Sephiroth's theme is just Psycho plus Purple Haze. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 70s prog, folks. It's good. Sephiroth. It was that it reminds me of that time that Nobuo Uematsu called into our show and like there was weird audio shit going on. So um as he was you may not have for heard us it. to like talk to him, um he just started trying to yeah, learn a Judas Priest song <laughs> on guitar. And for some reason we could hear that, but we were like it was pretty cool. <laughs> Stick to organ, buddy. <laughs> Nobuo Metsu, real rising talent. I suspect, <laughs> I suspect we'll see good things from him one day. Got a good feeling about that guy. Um, so, the city of dying dreams. Yeah, so we have found ourselves in um, the city that appears in the hit movie uh, Inception that is like... <laughs> collapsing oh, yeah, and yeah. shit and like weird dimensions are like skyrocketing everywhere or may as well be yeah like it's yeah. it's very um mathematic it's very weird it's very geometric area it's very right? math rock it's very math rock <laughs> um yeah like everything is like the house from that one uh american football albums here <laughs> I feel like everything. Now in I want to do that with instead of it being written like American football, how it is in that thing with that font. It just it should just say <laughs> Nabuo Uematsu. <laughs> so you know how like in um like in like Lovecraft books he would describe areas as being non Euclidean. I feel like oh, yeah, I feel like this point, area yeah. is what I would call super Euclidean because <laughs> because like <laughs> nothing aside from ninety and forty five degree angles exist in this world. Very, <laughs> like it's all incredibly it's, it's, geometric. It's hella angular. <laughs> like I feel like we could make this city in Excel. <laughs> You know what this actually made me think of immediately was like late game perfect dark for N sixty four if you've played that. Like I when you get to like spoilers, you get to an alien planet and it kinda Ooh. looks like this in my head. I, I don't really remember Perfect Dark too much, but like I was just like, Hey, this looks like the Skedar planet. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's pretty tight. Um it's it's uh, kind of dark, has like a green haze, I guess, around. Not a haze, but like everything's kind of tinted a very like disturbing it's like green. It's like the Matrix. Yeah, it's like the Matrix filter <laughs> or whatever. Um, 
And the very first thing that we see when we walk in is on the right side, there's a wall with a glyph, right? Yeah, and, if, and if you talk to this glyph, it says... Ten fiends still seek eternal repose, and like ten we little fiends, <laughs> ten little play. fiends go out to play. <laughs> Tomei has gone to fetch the water. Um, <laughs> so like we talked about this before we started recording, because I was like, yeah, I do, I don't know what this means or how to do this. I just came back later and it was done. Like it was fine. So like whatever you have to do, I did it. And so we we looked it up, and you just have to kill ten fiends period and that door opens mm -hmm. so like it's like the weakest fucking side quest like ever yeah, where it's like i don't know just do that, some shit it's fine for <laughs> it's a game quite. that we've done it's like nothing. they added this and then added the monster hunting like stuff like oh that's a good idea let's expand on that yeah yeah right <laughs> but yeah, uh so I, I i think wait doesn't it i i read somewhere because uh full disclosure i did not do this i like looked it up and then i saw that you get a level four key sphere which is kind of useful but also, i need them like, still yeah, like you can <laughs> you can just go to the calm lands and bribe for like not too much gill. Uh, some enemies that are like right behind the travel agency, for like, I think four or eight or something. Like I forget how much it is, but it's it's like the chimera enemy in the calm mm. lands. You can just bribe for level four key spheres. So chimera like, brain. Eh. Yes. I call it chimera Brian. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, I think I read somewhere where when you kill 10 of them or something and you go back, it says like 15 are seeking repose no, or something. I, so I, you, you do it and that door that's right there. And when I say door, it's just part of the wall because everything in this door area. Are, in the cloister sense. It's, it's very Trials-esque. Yeah. But yeah, it, it gets removed and you go through that little passageway and then there's another door that's just another 10 fiends. Yeah. So you just have to do it again. So you just kill 20 fiends and you get through and then you get a level four key sphere. It's very weird. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it's Which really, like, it's, I'll get it when I come back here for monster hunting. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. like it, no reason to really rush to do it now. I feel like I'll just kind of get there when I get there. Sure. Yeah. With this, with this party that I have in this part of the game, like the alternate universe party where they're not demigods themselves like, <laughs> and only Yuna is the demigod. Um, I don't really, I'm not really hurting for level four key spheres. I got a pretty good setup. I'm excited to see how like, you know the final boss battle goes with this but you know we'll see i'm but, like, i'm curious how it's gonna go honestly i am yeah i i just equipped um you know no encounter armor and ran through it but like if you're playing through this and you don't have no encounter armor or you're just doing the normal thing of like going through and fighting enemies and you'll probably kill 20 enemies like pretty regularly like yeah, they're, they're tough so. enemies and they're some of them are very dangerous but like you'll probably run into some that you're like oh i can take these down yeah, yeah, for sure. I game over it, I think, two or three times because I was just trying to catch enemies because I was like, I can't use my uh, uh, celestial weapons when I'm capturing. Right. Yeah. Because uh, I came across some, uh, I think, two demonoliths. Maybe it was just one. Those but, things uh, do suck. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is no problem. I've dealt, dealt with this before. But uh, it cast breath on me and just immediately turned everyone to stone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. there's, yeah. Some, there's some cheap tricks here, for sure. Yeah. Just keep breath or keep stone proof enabled um and maybe also some of the first strike just in case right yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I feel like first strike is probably really good to have because you can also run into like the super like the great malboro yeah or yeah like, exactly oh, that thing sucks those yeah. things are fucking rough yeah especially like they'll just immediately like do bad breath and you're kind of just fucked at that point yeah you're just fucked after your bad breath because like you'll have confusion and blind and it's curse yeah, yeah there's the just no coming them, back from it 
they will always have a preemptive attack. Right. Yeah. Right. So like, unless you have break uh, HP limit and you're like all of your team is like nine, nine like you know five nines, like you're gonna These have are some trouble. Basically the same as we fought in Omega Ruins, right? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So if you have if you have like Titus or someone with a first strike weapon and you can get the first hit or like just Fleet. run away, like that's <laughs> yeah, that's the way to do it. But I was like trying to yeah, I was just trying to round up some fiends while I was here because the area is not very big overall but um yeah it's it's a pretty pretty small area it's, it's confusing but it's pretty small you know there's some whiny areas with some uh like there's some floating platforms there's some like cool yeah so there's some cool shit in it that i wanted to talk about too yeah because like it's, it's pretty small if you're running like from the beginning to the end and you know where you're going it's like a matter of seconds right you might have to like cross a screen transition and that's it um but yeah, there's various little, because, like, again, it's very geometric. There's a lot of squares, and, like, it's kind of hard to notice what's around because of the way that it's built. But there are places where you can, like, walk up to the wall, and the floor panel you're standing on will raise up, and you'll walk, like, on the wall itself and get, like, a treasure chest, and it'll just lower you back down. <laughs> it's yeah. very weird. I think the first one we hit is, uh, basically, this is the the game design part where it tricks you to go over this glyph because yeah. it's like a little tiny like one square bridge and it just starts floating goes to the side and then i think you get like a weapon for uh for waka there's like a ball up there yeah yeah and then it brings you back down you kind of have to oh yeah the action is, button. is that the uh the four on one i think i think so yeah which is just like it has all four elements as an attack which i don't know how useful those weapons are because like, <laughs> yeah at this point most of the enemies will have at least like one thing that they can absorb yeah right that exactly been good for uh well maybe it would have been good for seymour but he would have been yeah absorbed I, one I, of them. I don't know how <laughs> yeah. that works yeah it's like the other three do enough damage so that it cancels <laughs> right, out slightly right. it's like it's like on the futurama episode where uh amy and fry are on like the super hot planet so they put on the air conditioning <laughs> and then they're like oh it's a little too cold in here i'm freezing quick turn on the heat and they turn on the heat as well as the air conditioning they're like no i'm too hot turn on the air conditioning and they just like destroy all the gas that they have the first one that i found <laughs> the first one that i found was like very reminiscent of like demon souls like when you're in the valley of defilement there's just like a like it just looks like regular like it looks like a stone wall that's kind of just like yeah or like yeah. just sitting there and titus just walks up to it and fucking pushes it <laughs> yeah. and it like falls down and bounces a couple of times yeah. and i think there's like dust that flies up and stuff yeah and then it's just like oh i just made a bridge like, yep and behind there is the defending bracer the yeah, which I think there. at this point is like eh. it has dark proof and death proof for RN, so it's yeah, it's fine. You know, pretty good. Some of these enemies can cast that on you, but at the same time, it's like I feel like the only thing really worth a shit is like berserk proof, maybe, and like confuse proof, like confuse ward. Yeah, because everything else, I'm like, I can just cast a Suna or use a remedy. Like, right. Yeah. The ones that I'm worried about are confusion. Like, yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's one that has a glyph on the floor that if you stand on it, it just shoots up in the air super fast, and it like Titus like has to grab. On it throws it quick, Titus off, yeah, and he like, has whoa. to grab onto it. But up there's a HP sphere, which is actually pretty. Like, well, I mean, I guess yeah, it could that, be useful. useful. It's something sure. that actually increases your base stats. So Those yeah, and that's nice like it increases it by like 400 HP or something. It's yeah, not like the yeah. typical ones that you find on the sphere grid where it's like 200, which is still right. good. There's also a defense sphere right there as well, right behind it. Yep. I, I'm looking at the screenshot I have of, like, Titus, like, at the top of that, like, grabbing on after it shot him up. <laughs> I have that and, too, like, yeah. 
his hand is just fully clipped into the like structure. <laughs> like he's not hanging on by the ledge. He's like down slightly and just like <laughs> his hand is inside the thing. I'm like, damn, this place really is metaphysical. <laughs> Wild. Uh, there's an area you can go off to the right a little bit that you'll like fall down a slide. Did y'all see that one? Yeah, like, oh, yeah so I think that's one of the ways to get to the next area. Yeah, where, like, yeah. I, actually, I, I was like just looking around corners, like you go to the right, and all of a sudden, I uh, yeah, there's like a little hidden cave, and all of a sudden you just slide down this little path. I think you can you can see it if you go ahead the other way. Like you can find like oh, there's a way to get down there. And it's like a vamp the uh, vampire Mr. Burns slide in the uh, Treehouse of Horror episode <laughs> of The Simpsons. <laughs> it says, "I know I shouldn't, but when am I going to be here again?" And you turn it to the slide, and you slide down it. <laughs> Um, yeah, that leads you to like a little basement kind of thing, and you find the Leviathan or whatever. Leviathan. Yeah, yeah, I think it's supposed to be Leviathan, but it's like spelled all weird. Um, so Leviatine. it's like Leviathan. So in if you're listening to this from like the Mandela Effect universe, that's opposite ours. It's the <laughs> Leviathan. Here, it's actually the Le- Leviathan stain. Yeah, <laughs> nice. And that is a yeah, it's a staff for Yuna that gives her SOS overdrive. Yeah, which like at this point, like whatever. Which I was like, this actually might be helpful for me because mm. on this character base, I don't have any celestial weapons. And I was like, SOS, does that mean that Yuna just has overdrive? Is it like Aura in Final Fantasy VIII where you can just have your limit break immediately? Well, SOS like, is this like, could be really good. You have to be in, You're uh, in SOS and then it just charges your overdrive faster. So I'm like, oh, that's yeah. fucking useless. I mean, I guess if I put that on and have Yuna do ally or whatever, but like Yuna's Maybe. also one of my fastest at this point. So, yeah. Like, I was just like, ah, oh, it's trash. There's, that's the thing. Is there, there's better things, you know. There's better. There's so ways much to, better yeah. things. Yeah. Um, there's also a neat I wonder little. If you can use it in conjunction with like an AP to overdrive thing or something like that to kind of maybe. Trick. I don't think I, like you probably can, but at that point, like there's probably better ways to do it. Like you can just have yeah. triple AP instead. Like maybe if there was a fourth slot and you had that as well, maybe, like, but all like, right, now hit me as hard as you it's can. also the kind of thing where if you're, if you're, I'm going to shut both of you weapon, up by purposefully using it on the final boss. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, if like, if you're purposely trying to make an AP thing, spoiler, I don't think you can use her overdrive, right? Well, not the, like the final, like the final boss that matters. Uh, what were we talking about? We were talking about the slidey thing. We were talking about... We were talking about how this area just looks like it would be a really kick-ass map to play in Halo 2. <laughs> it's kind of... dual wielding. You get the sword, finally. What's that map in Halo with the four corners have the little fortresses? Lockout. What is it? I think it's... No, no, I'm thinking Lockout, but I think you're thinking... Hang em High. Yo, Hang em High was great. Is, is that also Ascension? Oh, no, no, no. Hang em High is in the first one. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. This looks like Hang em High. This looks like Hang em High. <laughs> this looks like Hang em High with a couple more angles. High school. So you use Riku to throw a grenade across the map and then <laughs> take out one of <laughs> And you, you feel really cool if you uh, throw a sticky grenade with Riku. Oh, and yeah, that's it right. It lands on uh, some total noob's head. <laughs> to, I mean, look, to be honest, like, there's not that much in either of these areas. So, like, we're being extra yeah. clowny today because we're just like, well, we're almost through it. It's like, a, a clown fiesta over here yeah um <laughs> but yeah i'm actually currently going through because uh like like from the save sphere that we find after getting the leviathan like that's pretty much the end that's the section where it's there, just like yeah so once you find the the sphere, sphere right? yeah once you get the leviathan you, you climb up 
um, out of the hole that you're in. And this is where it started to feel very like a modern game. Like, wow, there's things hanging over the edge, and I have climbing mechanics. This is like, a, <laughs> I'm, like I'm playing Uncharted. So yeah, like, right, right. <laughs> and I then, do really like the one area that looks like the the fire temple in Ocarina of Time, where like you walk through and just like things come to life. I was gonna say there's up. one more area in this, yeah. And like as yeah. you walk through this little kind of, it looks like an open area, but as you walk through it, like chunks of the floor kind of like pop up in front of you and impede your way right yeah this feels very like a, a zelda thing where like i think in a wind waker there is a dungeon where like trees will sprout up with like thorns and shit and you have mm. to kind of find your way yeah, through. yeah 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 it's like a maze like, this isn't a very mazy but like there's a whole like or the room i think in zelda does that or the ninja room in the new paper mario for switch <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that fucking place! I, w I had to go back there so many. I times was missing one. I was missing one. Yeah, there's like one sneaky uh, one, and then you yeah. finally find it. I can't remember if I found that like properly or if I looked it up. I, I had to look up I, the one that was like you have to go back a room or you have to go try to go back into the last room. Anyway, it doesn't matter. That's Paper Mario. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I did the same thing because I was like, I'm a god gamer. I I I look over an entire room and then I'm fucking done with it. There is no going yeah, back. Right. Me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway you told me to uh they said there was a screen that says this is the final like past this point there's no return i did not see it so i accidentally beat the game well here's the thing oh, so there's not actually a prompt that says that uh i think curtis was just like it, it kind of projects it pretty well, clearly well here's the maybe? thing there should have been a screen I'm going to say it's not my fault, and it's actually Square Enix's fault. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go ahead and pin this. It, it just wouldn't be an episode of every FNFF if we didn't pin this entirely on fucking No Mora. <laughs> it was yeah. all his fault. He was like, so funny thing is, like, Sakaguchi was there, and he was like, hey, we should probably, like, this is the end of the game. There's still a lot of bonus content that we programmed in, like, hours and hours of fucking Chocobo shit for some reason. Like, you know, let's... Let's give the player a heads up. I know it breaks immersion a little bit, but it's fine. Just say like, hey, just so you know, there is no return after this. And then like everyone was like, cool, signed off. Sakaguchi left out of the uh, left the room and Nomura was like, no fucking way are they breaking <laughs> immersion in my goddamn game. <laughs> Keep the blitz ball. But so so if you go down to get Leviathan, you'll you'll come to this last screen from the right side. And if you don't choose to do that, you'll come in from the left side. So there's like two ways to get to the screen, which I think is funny. Yeah, which which is interesting too, because like when you're looking at the mini map in this section, which like, I think it, it doesn't like build as you go along like the last area, mm -hmm. but like you're walking your way towards two of the arrows to show you like directions that you're going. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, there, there will be a save sphere and then, uh, so, like, this whole area that we've been in is kind of walled in, right? We can never see very far because of these, like, tall walls. Um, but the point where that save sphere is, the walls kind of open up, and we can see a kind of an empty area behind it, kind of like a an expanse. And as we approach it, just out of fucking nowhere, out of the sky, like, a giant spire, I guess? Like, a, a tower? What the fuck would you call it? Like... Looks like a climbing wall. A, a big oh, yeah, climbing wall. Like a a climbing big wall. With Brussels sprout I thought sprout I was going to have to do like, like, like a, a climbing challenge like in, um, like in Zelda. Like an Astro's Playground for the PlayStation 5. I don't know if you guys have played that, but... No, <laughs> we don't have a PlayStation 5, you fucking one percenter. It's like, sorry, you guys got vaccines and I don't. Yeah. <laughs> you, I know you guys also don't have vaccines. It's just they seem very comparable at this point with how hard they are to get. Speak for yourself. I got my first hit. <laughs> 
Oh, you did first you? hit. Yeah, you I must have missed that. Um, it makes me yeah. very happy. Yeah, I was making memes all about it. <laughs> oh shit, I totally missed that. It's been a busy week for old Carl. <laughs> so what do you think of uh, Microsoft products? <laughs> <laughs> Be like a big like tower kind of flies in out of nowhere and just like lodges itself into the ground, right? And I call it the a first... tower, but like I don't think we actually go inside of it. Like if you talk to it, I think it it's just got... teleports you fucking somewhere. It's it's symbolic. Well, I think what's comparable is that this is like reminding me of the doors into the far plane when we were there. Like there's oh. these giant kind of portholes kind of on it. I, oh, I mean, they were yeah, just kind of like sense. big Yevon kind of emblems kind of pasted all over it, but we kind of go up to one and interact with it, right? And we kind of get sucked in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, that, and like, once you do that, once you interact with it, you are on route to the the end of the game, right? Like, there's no yeah, going back At that point, you have that. gone too far. Reload yeah. your save if you didn't want to do that. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. So, I mean, there's, I don't think there's any way of saving beyond this point. Nope. So, no. like, if you game over, you're just back before this. Or if you beat the game, you're just back before this. It's one of that. That's it's right. that type of deal. Yeah. So, it's not like, oh, I fucking softlocked my game, and now I can't go back and do the side stuff. Like, you'll always be able to. Right. You may have lost progress, though. <laughs> yeah. So, this 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 save sphere right here is the point of no return. Like, when that tower yeah. comes down, that's the end of the game right there in front of you. I like how the, the bottom of the tower that, like, falls in kind of just looks like it's, like... A uh, a light bulb. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, like, 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 like you would screw it in or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It also like, and this maybe just me. It 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 actually looks a little more mechanical maybe than the rest of the area because like it looks like there's like pipes on it. <gasps> it's a machina, baby. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, he clicked all the machina from Xanarkand. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's and he turned it into a Gundam. That's it, baby. That's we're at the end of the game. Yeah, that's about it. So, um, I mean, we're pretty we're, we're not super far in to like this recording so i think for the next like 50 minutes to keep it on like the same length as our normal episodes we're just going to talk about yes uh emerson lake and palmer uh king crimson uh lincoln park of course my favorite prog band yeah in the 70s i'll play that one song <laughs> <laughs> I, I while you're doing that i'll play that other song again <laughs> <laughs> Tequila. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, this is actually going to be, I think, the last Final Fantasy that I ever play. I'm never even going to oh. go back and replay Final it, Fantasy. Adam. It's your Final Fantasy. It is my final Final Fantasy, and I'm sorry, but I just don't feel comfortable playing these games anymore. As much as I love them, as much as like it's meant to me, as much as I love the music and all of that, but I had a really, really awkward run-in. That uh, I feel like I, you know, it's just I saw Nomura at the grocery store in Los Angeles yesterday, and I told him how cool it was to meet him in person. But like, I didn't want to be a douche and bother him and ask for photos or anything. Well, yeah, you only get to see the, you only get to see like the, his eyes anyway because I'm not <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he, yeah, he said, um, "Oh, like you're doing now?" And I was like, I was taken aback, and all I could say was, "Huh." But he kept cutting me off and going, huh, 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 and closing his hand shut in front of my face. Like, so I walked away and just continued with my shopping and I heard him chuckle as I walked off. When I went to go and pay for my stuff up front, I saw him trying to walk outdoors with like 15 Milky Ways in his hands without paying. Uh, the girl at the counter was like very nice about it and like professional and was like, uh, excuse me, sir, you need to pay for that first. 
and like at first he just kept pretending to be like tired and not hear her but eventually turned back around <laughs> and brought them to the counter when she took out one of the bars and started scanning it multiple times he stopped her and he told her to scan them each individually to prevent electrical interference and then turned around and winked at me I don't even think that's a word. After she scanned each bar and put them in a bag and started to say the price, he kept interrupting her by yawning really loudly. <laughs> so I just don't think I can support Namora anymore. What the fuck was that? It's just some stupid fucking copy pasta. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so that's the end of the episode. We're going <laughs> to also right the end there. of the podcast because uh, Namora is an asshole. <laughs> Well, well I guess this is a very right. weird way to end the episode. <laughs> I guess you can play uh, any of the any We're in a ones. weird area. What do you want me to do? <laughs> I saw Titus stealing Milky Ways. We um, might be in the Milky Way. It's very spacey. <laughs> so the next episode, we're going to talk about... This is going to be our, our monster rancher, monster arena episode. And it's also going to be like episode. Dark Aeons, right? We're going to talk about the Dark Aeons. All uh, real monsters. All real monsters. And penance. So all the good shit, all the extra stuff that we have yet to do. Um, and uh, good in uh, quotation marks. Good in quotation marks. Um, and actually do go like, so just FYI, like even if you have run into some of the dark Aeons and they all just seem like, you know, general OP super bosses. They seem like nice guys. Yeah. Uh, you actually go fight them all because some of them have slightly different mechanics. Like Yo the Yojimbo fight is like, genuinely interesting like they don't just make it a fight they switch it up in a way that actually makes it kind of neat so um but you will have to have max stats like you will have to grind it out and have max stats to do these fights like, like yeah you can get yeah. through veil four and maybe one of the other ones like decently but like unless you have you know the full hp full attack power like you're not going to be walking away from these um, Look forward to it. I've been playing this game for like 70 fucking hours since like getting to the end of the game and I still don't think I'm ready. My plan is that I will lose to several of them and then watch how it should be done on YouTube. <laughs> I feel like it's safe to say that's what we're all probably going to do. Um, like it's it's a lot. If you haven't been grinding for it, maybe just listen to how our experience with it goes. Or <laughs> yeah, if you want to play this game for another full playthrough plus just of catching monsters and getting material and feeling like you need to create an excel spreadsheet of like crafting materials and how <laughs> best way to get them and like it, it's a lot well maybe between then and now we can maybe find a guest or something to bring on who uh has more than enough experience going through all of these guys <laughs> yeah yeah one can hope perhaps one can hope yeah uh so hey let's one more time. One last time. Let's rank this area. <laughs> and see what y'all think about it. And I think this will actually give us a little bit of conversation because I have a thing to say about it. Yeah. So I'm gonna go last. <laughs> okay. Um I don't It's fine. Yeah, I I think it's a cool area. I think the It's kinda weird how like there's all this cool shit, but nothing really worth like it's not really worth exploring. Yeah, all that much. The Seymour boss of world fight building is just like it feels like a a laser tag arena in less than an yeah, actual. Yeah, which place. is cool. Don't get me wrong, I I love that. That's but, pretty much um, what my thing was gonna be anyway. Like what I was gonna say. So yeah, I was gonna give it like a four out of ten, just because yeah. like I, like at least the comlands like and stuff like that like 
the background has like there's storytelling kind of built into a little bit of like the layout and everything. Yeah. This feels like it's weird. It's an Escher painting. Well, whatever. that's the thing is that like the final area of a JRPG in general is like where you pull your guns out at. You know what I mean? It's like it's a fanfare. Yeah. It's it's like a it's it's the parade when you're running into home base. You know what I mean? And so like it's weird that in FF10 it's just there's just no pomp and circumstance to it at all it's it's just really boring yeah it, it feels like um like the the second half or like the last third of dark souls where it was like everything sure. in that game was so fucking cool and good and then it gets to a point where it's like oh the developers like just ran out of time right because they just have empty areas yeah, and yeah. used assets and this and that and like this is a cool looking area but like it's like to a point it's where, like, like Ash Lake was be like the last area in Dark Souls. Yeah, yeah, it's like that's the last <laughs> area you get to Dark Souls, and you're like, oh, that's kind of weird. Yeah, it's just pretty empty, and like, I I got to a point where I was in like the city of the the uh, damned or whatever the yeah, fuck right. it's called, and I was like, hmm. I might have underestimated how much time I need for this episode because I feel like if I know JRPGs like I know JRPGs, the last dungeon is usually like an hour or It's an event, yeah. It's a whole event. And then I was just like, oh, I can just put on no encounter. Or if I don't have no encounter, I could just do the no encounter thing that takes longer, which is use flea with Titus. Sure. And like not have any problem with this. So I was like, you know, it's a little disappointing, especially with all the buildup of sin. And I guess like, if you take it as an area by itself, it's disappointing, but like I guess it's supposed to be like all of this with sin what we did last week and all of that is all combined into one and then it's kind of more of a cohesive thing, I guess. It's no ultimatious castle, that's for sure. That's it, it's exactly where my mind is. I'm like, <laughs> fuck, that's such a good final dungeon. Oh man, I kind of want to do like a ranking of like final dungeons in Final Fantasy games. <laughs> Yo, hell yeah. Which like I'm gonna be honest with like again, Catch this is not in our it's not last bad, season. But like tens might be on the bottom of the list for me. I mean Yeah, it's I mean one was cool. Yeah, one we go back in time. Yeah, one like, there was the fucking boss rush. The boss like, rush. Yeah. I don't want a boss rush in this game. I don't want to have to fucking fight. You get to go kill them Flex when they're again. all roommates. That was fucking yeah, cool. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so even the NES, well, I don't know. And I, I'm not trying to be like, you know, sour grapes about it or anything. I'm not trying to like beat up FF10. You know what I'm saying? Like This is just an it's good. area. It's, it's just an in-between area. It's yeah, it's just like it was cool outside of sin. It's going to be cooler when we go deeper. I'm just saying that some 41 would not have included this area on the album. All killer. No filler because this is filler. <laughs> it is all filler. This yeah. is lettuce. As you would say, <laughs> this is lettuce <laughs> in the salad. That is FF 10. This is just lettuce. This is just iceberg yeah, lettuce. We, yeah. We need some spinach in this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think the the final area that we're in, like with the Sphere, does have a very cool name. I'm trying to um, just uh, vamp a little bit as I am spamming through, like spamming A <laughs> through the Square Enix uh, logo as I'm trying to boot it up because <laughs> I do not remember what it is. But I remember being kind of cool, uh, and I didn't take a screenshot of it. So um, <laughs> when you save the Save Sphere, this is the longest black screen that I've ever seen. <laughs> it is called oh, it's called the Tower of the Dead. It's Okay. Pretty cool. <laughs> I can dig that. Oh. Oh. A tower of the Dead. A Tower That's of all. the Dead. 
So yeah, uh, I mean, like I said, I'm not trying to. So now we're I'm, going in a tower. We're just keep going inside of things. We just can't. Yeah, get <laughs> it's like a Matroshka doll. Like he like away. pops in open, and there's just a bunch of tiny sins inside of each other. Oh, I, I date that. I get that. That sounds great. <laughs> All right. I do really like what Nomura said about about this area. I thought it was pretty cool. I saw an interview with him, and he said, "This is my best area. I really put the most time and effort into it." He said, um, at the center of the earth in the parking lot of the 7-Eleven where I was taught, the motto was just a lie. It says home is where your heart is, but what a shame because everyone's heart doesn't beat the same. <laughs> City of uh, broken dreams. Hey, at the end of another lost highway, signs misleading to nowhere. City of the dying, whatever. Lost children with dirty faces today. No one really seems to care. That's Green Day again. Maybe one person will find that funny, or maybe Alex will cut it out as he should. So I'm, I, I think I'm ready to wrap it up. If you guys are, we can. Button yeah, this there's one. not really too much more to say. We're kind of trying to squeeze as much as we can out of this episode. Uh, I think we had like <laughs> five or six minutes of this episode talking about other shit that was cut out. So, <laughs> all right, we'll have a longer one next week. <laughs> well, um, Alex, are you, uh, are you ready to do the outro? I think I am ready to do it. Then by all means, try. <laughs> Thank you to Night of the Round for the theme music, Nobuo Oematsu, Masashi Ham Uzu, and Junya Nakano for the game music. It slaps this week. <laughs> uh, thank you to Yes. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you so much. Be sure to give us a rating or uh, review us on iTunes if you can. Uh, call us at 530 Materia. We are still accepting your calls or texts. I don't care. I would also like to say real quick, if you don't mind, I really appreciate it when y'all tell each other about it because like I've been jumping into some streams recently and people are like, oh, hey, I so-and-so told me about you guys and your podcast and it makes me feel incredibly warm inside. And then I always go to like our Discord and I share it with the other guys and I'm like, oh, so-and-so said these nice things about us. And it really, it really makes it worth yeah. it because like we don't like, It's, it's you know, really sweet. Yeah, it's really very sweet. So we really appreciate that. Yeah, it's nice. Um, yeah, reach out to us on it. Uh, every f and ff on you know twitter instagram we have a discord if you feel like chopping in and saying hi and uh i'll be the podcast host the words will make you out and out i spend the day your way call it morning driving through the sound in and out the podcast <laughs> <laughs> goodbye <laughs>